common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katz and Rita Cosby. Katz and Cosby on 77 WABC. Let's go to the former Speaker of the House, Newt Gingrich, who's joining us now here on Katz and Cosby. Uh, Newt, this is amazing. Did you hear this threatening? The former President of the United States held? I have been forced reluctantly to reach a simple conclusion that this is a constitutional crisis, that you have a out-of-control, dictatorial Justice Department um, chasing one person who happens to be the leader of the opposition. Well, we've never seen this before in American history. And uh, as I will outline um, at Gingrich 360 in both the newsletter uh, and a, a podcast, um, <clears throat> I think that it's important to recognize that the time has come for the Congress to exercise its legitimate authority and simply not pay for this kind of behavior. Uh, and <clears throat> it is in the power of the House uh, to refuse to finance this beyond September 30th, uh, and they should do so. I think that uh, uh, clearly the absurdities of the Justice Department, the absurdities of the FBI senior leadership, and now the absurdity of this deeply anti-Trump judge uh, all come together to be, create a situation that is a constitutional crisis. New Gingrich, are you talking about withholding what from DOJ or special? What are you talking about? I, I, would, I, would, I, would, I would zero out funding for all of the various anti-Trump investigative activities in the Department of Justice. So ask for that, that, specific not, things, not withholding. A penny as of September 30th, and at that point there couldn't be any trials because they wouldn't have any money to pay any defense, any Justice Department lawyers uh, to engage in the trials. And, and obviously, uh, that is a difficult task, but, but your point is well, that this is just all, over the top. All the, House, all the House Republicans have to do is say we're not going to pay for it. Do you think they do it? It will be a fight. But it won't be a well, let's talk about the constitutional uh, crisis here. I mean, they're intentionally doing this. Uh, give me your reasons. Well, because they're terrified that Trump will, in fact, take apart the entire national establishment, that he'll break up all the games that they're playing, uh, that, uh, you know, I think it's very likely that the Bidens would be found guilty of corruption. It's very likely that the attorney general would be found guilty of obstruction of justice. And and uh, the left is just terrified that a Trump administration, he's, he's now had time to learn and to think. Remember, he went into office as a businessman who'd never been in politics. Uh, and so he's learned a great deal about how sick the government is and what has to be done to change it. And he would be a very, very formidable president if he gets elected. And I think all of that leads them to a desperation, which you're now seeing in a way that is absurd. And do you realize that one of the charges against Trump is based on an 1870 act that was passed against the Ku Klux Klan in South Carolina? Uh, And by the way, ironically, it was passed on Republican votes only. Not a single Democrat voted for it, because back then the Democrats were the party of segregation and slavery. Uh, So they they reach all the way back. I, I made the comment on Fox this morning that there was a 1789 very first Congress bill against bribery by customs officials, and maybe uh, Biden should be uh, charged under the 1789 Act, which would be about equally absurd 
with charging uh, Donald Trump under a, under a law which is now, think about this, 153 years old. Which was intended for the Ku Klux Klan. Right? Uh, that's the civil rights one. I mean, it just shows. So how, does, how have you ever seen anything like this, Mark um, in, in terms of all of these cases? Other than, the, other than the 1850s and the drift to a civil war, we've never seen anything like the level of bitterness, hostility, and law-breaking that we're seeing by the Democrats. You know, thinking back now and all the things that happened when Trump appointed Jeff Sessions, the next day or the next week, he told the president, well, I'm going to recuse myself. And Bill Barr, has these two people, I'll tell you, as a, a person that thinks it out, have these two people been threatened by people that if you do X, Y, Z, that will I, I think what look, I think what happens is <clears throat> Trump is such he is such an outsider that if you have any ties to the old order, uh, that you gradually find it impossible to deal with. Um, and I think you know, I mean, Barr is a very, very decent guy, a very patriotic person. Uh, and I think he came to the conclusion that, uh, you know, the, the, the styles are so totally different. Uh, the, the establishment, the establishment Republicans say all the right things and then surrender. Ed Cox here. Uh, uh, let's assume that there is a President Trump. Uh, yeah. What's the importance of holding on to the House of Representatives under those circumstances? And you think we will? And I think if Trump wins, we would, we would keep the House and increase our majority. We would pick up the Senate. And you have to do that because a lot of the things that have to happen are going to require legislation, not just executive orders. So you, you have to have a campaign. What, what has to happen is a campaign in 2024 that outlines a very positive vision of an American future. <laughs> it says in order to get to that very positive future, these are the things that have to happen. And if they win, this is what we did in 1980, this is what we did in 1994. If they win, they then have to execute in the first 100 days the kind of changes that are decisive and that, in fact, uh, move us out of the sickness and the corruption. And the, the Right now we have government by elites, not government by the American people. Yeah, in 94, you had your own plan uh, as Speaker and what you implemented the plan that Trump had after 16 was Paul Ryan's plan. This time he'll have his own plan, won't he? That's right, and, and that's part of the problem. <laughs> what you had was a traditional Republican leadership in the House and Senate trying to cope with uh, somebody who was a revolutionary. I mean, Trump represents those Americans who believe that Washington now is a sick institution filled with corruption and attempting to dominate the rest of the country. And uh, the choice is, are you for government of the people, by the people, and for the people, or are you for government of the elites, by the elites, and for the elites? It is, it is such a busy moment. Thank you very much. The former Speaker of the House, thank you. Thank you.